Welcome to Wrestling 20 Years Ago, September's ECW show. And as always, I am joined by Yali. How the fuck are we? I'm very well, thank you. Good to hear. <laughs> so, it is just another TV month. Um, the Fed is... I can't even remember what pay-per-view it is this month. Past, they change them so often. Yep. Yeah. And WCW is... Rotten. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Rotten. <laughs> Rotten to the core. And slowly dying. So, we are here with ECW, and last month we had no news. This month, a lot of news. We do indeed. Uh, and the first headline we have is, Heyman turns down TV deal. So, key sources have said that Paul Heyman turned down an offer from ESPN2, saying ESPN2 put a very nice offer on the table, but Heyman has it in his brain that it's the USA Network or bust. ECW's insiders say that Heyman is looking for the right mix of marketing and advertising as part of any potential network offer, thus assumes that ESPN's offer must not have met one of either of those requirements. Interesting. Can they really afford to turn down a solid offer? No. No. <laughs> yeah. Vinnie Mac does a nice. Yeah, so Vinnie Mac has waived the exclusivity clause that is in the TNN contract that he has signed for with them for mm -hmm. them showing Raw to allow ECW to remain on the network until either the end of the year or ECW gets a new deal with another network whichever comes first some sources are saying that ECW lawyers are threatening to sue TNN officials for violating the contract but others are saying that isn't the case Paul Heyman has no legal grounds one source said and that there might be a public spin on it, but ECW did not deliver the ratings they were con contractually needed to, and it is that simple. The source also is believed that TNN, the WWF, and ECW were struck for a few weeks. Deal was struck a few weeks ago in a Delaware court, according to the USA Network's appeal on its lawsuit with the Fed on whether that deal was legal. I think even if ECW is allowed to carry on TNN uh, with Vin Vinnie Mac's blessing, TNN will not no. want to carry on showing it because of Paul Heyman's behaviour. Yeah, well, as I said, the, what the, see, jumping ahead to the TV, but the last TV of this month, Joey openly says, we're not even meant to be on tonight and this was not meant to be aired, but we're still here. Mm. On there, and then they fucking diss the network. Yeah, they haven't done it. All, they hadn't done it all month, all the way through. Mm. They were, I was like, ah, oh, they're being, they're being big and clever. Yeah. They know it's the end. Just get on with it. Yet they have to get those last fucking digs in. Yeah, sort of. It's sad, really. Like I get where they got. As I say, we've said it before. Till we're fucking horse in the mouth, or whatever the fucking expression is. Yeah, you know, horse in your blue mouth. in the face. That's the one. Horse in the mouth. Jesus. Um, it's just fucking 
it's childish. It's done them no favours. Like there's ways to go about it. If they had a legal leg to stand on, they they should have gone that route rather than just be petting kids. Yeah. With playground like behaviour. Do you know what I mean? The thing it's is, like, the writing on the wall's been there since fucking two months ago when we got the. Throw me off the network, fuckers! Yeah, exactly. promo from Heyman. You know, hmm. we we know that the end is nigh, and hmm. it's been a slow, painful death to the end. Yeah, but but it's been an inevitable one, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's, it's that just... thing of it, they've they've really not done themselves any favour with their behaviour, and especially I don't think either this... side have come out looking good. For no, this. and like... especially with this last that last show of this month, where as they said, it wasn't meant to be aired because the last show was meant to be the twenty second yeah. of September. They got an extra week. They shit on the network. That's just fucking petty. You know, it's it's not big or clever. No. Bit like a dwarf with dyslexia. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. Yes. Well done. Cheers. <laughs> and the money problems continue. So Paul Heyman met with all of the wrestlers after their Toronto uh, Ontario TV taping to explain why they hadn't received their paychecks on time. At the meeting, Heyman told his crew that they had found out five minutes prior to the show that the building couldn't pay ECW for a few days and added it would take a few more days after that for the money to be changed from Canadian to American money before he could even issue the cheques. Heyman claimed that once this had happened, he would send them all their paychecks via FedEx. Tommy Dreamer, who is a road agent, stood up and backed Heyman's claims. Heyman added that they will not be cutting anyone from the roster or hiring any of the recently released WCW wrestlers. Heyman said that he and Dreamer had received several calls a day from former WCW employees asking for a job, but he wouldn't hire them because of the loyalty to his current crew of workers and they who had stood by him. Heyman had also told the wrestlers that he was holding out for a time slot on the USA Network, and he blamed some of the company's financial problems on the delay of this deal. ECW then cancelled two shows this month, one in Iowa and one in Nebraska, at the meeting in Ontario at the same time he told the staff this that this was done because and I quote he didn't want them to have to not get paid for another booking and uh, didn't want to also extend any of his credits any further seeing the fact that they are at least owed at least two weeks pay already several members of the locker room actually stood up and volunteered to work the shows as a sign of faith in Heyman. Sources are saying that Heyman is telling friends that he feared that the financial crash since July and is surprised they haven't run into problems before now. He is crediting the successful New York shows for keeping them afloat during August. He also says that the money that's come in from the Ontario shows should be enough to keep the company going through to September and several wrestlers are estimating that the company owes them in excess of five grand in back pay. That's not counting pay-per-view bonuses, which the wrestlers say management feel is optional, and many of them haven't received a dime, in their words, from any payments from the first ECW video game. Ooh, do you get the feeling the uh, drain is circling 
very much so. Um, a lot of these sound like excuses. I mean, I haven't got my deal from. You USA. should always have, as a company, enough to pay your staff. Yeah, suppliers and staff come first. Yeah, like a hundred percent. Um, if you've not got enough money, like it's very hard with companies that aren't cash rich or anything like that. But if, as a company, if you don't have enough money to operate month to month, if you, if you're literally one month away from going under, yeah, that's not a viable company. No, and really, the thing is, like a lot of when you're a startup, that's understandable mm. because you may not start with everything you need. But yes. careful money management should stop something like this happening. And the fact of the two nights they did in New York, yeah. where they did the tag team title tournament, yeah. they sold out Hammers the Hammersmith, Hammerstein, oh Hammerstein even, and they were like nearly five thousand head nights. Yeah, they did two nights in Ontario at just shy of four thousand each night. Yeah, sellouts. So. Okay. Yes, as they say, you know, they they didn't get the money straight away from them from the from the ticket office, mm. but there's clearly money coming in, and I can guarantee on both of those nights they would have done a fuck ton of money in merch, especially the first they, time in Canada. You know, have they got the money to actually roll with merch? Like, do, are they having merch at their shows? Like, you look at you look into the crowd, yeah. and everyone's in fucking ECW t-shirts. Yeah, but I mean, the thing with that is, I mean. You could be making pennies on them tops rather than pounds or dollars. Um, it's with anything like merchandise. There's obviously an outlay for it. I yeah. mean, with the I mean, there is with all aspects of, especially the wrestling business, because you're paying the guys, you're paying this, you're paying that, you're paying, paying the advertising. But if it's not financially viable, I mean, how long has ECW been going in its current guise? Since becoming Extreme Championship Wrestling five six years, Heyman's been booked for seven years now. Yeah, seven. So it's been seven years. It's been Extreme Championship Wrestling. Yeah, and like it, it's that awful situation they found themselves in where they lost their TV deal, and it's that go big or go bust mentality where they're so trying to get to that next step. Where they're almost overtaking what WCW's now is. Like, yeah, they are aiming for that number two spot. They no, they're nowhere near competing with Vince. No, and they're still. But I mean, realistically, I mean, what's the live attendance like at WCW now? It's gone down the shit pan, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. I know one of the last pay per views um, that I did the show for, which was Bash the Beach. I think they said that there was only like four thousand paid. Yeah. So they're actually outdrawing WCW yeah. on a live game. So their biggest. Uh, that's great, but I mean, realistically, do they need to start looking at bigger venues if they do survive? Do they need to start looking at maybe eight thousand, ten thousand, twelve thousand seater venues? Something just a little bit bigger than what they're running now, but nothing quite on the feds level. Yeah, you're not running. You're, you're not, not running the Madison Square not, Garden. Yeah, you're not running the fucking All State Arena or things like that. Yeah. So, um, like, maybe it's one of those where it is a go big or go bust mentality that's gotten them into this situation. Such thing like hanging out for the um, the deal with USA when there's 
when it sounds to say there's a perfectly good deal from ESPN2 yeah waiting do you know what I mean like you know ESPN for fuck's sake like when on. you've literally lost your TV mate yeah if this is going to keep your heads above water get on and it. it's literally a one or two year deal get on there work on it yeah. get up to the two million viewers that TNN wanted yeah and when you've got that you've got so much more bargaining space when the, A that TV deal comes up with ESPN2 again yeah. because if you're going to be one of their largest like audiences throughout the course of the week if you're yeah. drawing two million people yeah. you've got a fucking hell of a bargaining chip there obviously, and um, ultimately then USA will probably be like well, hang on a minute we could do with two million on a fucking Friday night yeah this is the thing obviously from what I looked at, because I had a little look on the internet of what ESPN2 shows, it is their se- it obviously is their secondary sports channel. Sure. Um, it's showing college football, it shows college basketball, it shows the X yeah. Games. So shows- sort of amateur shit. Well, so, I don't. Shit's the wrong word because obviously these are very talented people. But yeah, it's it's not it's not showing your NFL games. It's not showing your NBA games. Yeah, it's not it's, showing the MSL. It's showing the championship and League One. Yeah, yeah. In in foot in English football terms, yeah. Yeah. But it's still a platform because if you buy ESPN, you get mm. their whole package. Yeah. So. So. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, if you've got ESPN for the NFL, for the tennis, for. The baseball, yeah, baseball, ice there. hockey, whatever they show, then you get this ESPN two included. If you're a wrestling fan, yeah, ideal. Like you'd be like, oh, great. And the thing is, it it'll be a flagship show on that channel. They'll probably oh, put a lot of effort into pushing that. The thing is, if they put it on, say, because uh, obviously college football is a, is a big Friday night thing. Yeah. So you put it well, on a Thursday on, or a Wednesday or a Thursday. Even if it's on the Friday after the football. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, how many times have we sat there and been at the football and then stuck some wrestling on afterwards? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's one of those things that is, it does make sense. And. So, yeah, it's it's not it's not a great state of affairs, but go on. How, how much I have we right. been going on about? <laughs> I'm right back. I'm right back. How long have we been going on about ECW and money for? Oh, fuck. How long have I been doing the podcast? (laughs) Over a year now. Just over a year? Um, Pretty much every month. Yeah, like, I I mean, I'm I'm not the world's most foremost expert on fucking business. Do you know what I mean? I I run businesses successfully, don't get me wrong. Um, Used to be a nightclub manager. Um, Ran a venue that or part of a team that ran a venue that took over five million pounds a year that's pretty good fucking going yeah um but in the same respect the financial side of things it was all dealt with by our head office um so i mean i'm, I'm certainly not the bill on end or when it comes to expertise but i mean it's just to me if you don't have money sitting in the bank to rely on if something does go tits up yeah, especially in the entertainment and events business, which I do know a little bit about. Yeah, you then, you sort of need you should always have at least a couple of months worth of money sat. You you need something like um, obviously it is different to nightclubs because a lot with nightclubs you make a lot of your money in the three months leading up to Christmas. So you got October, you got November, you got December. They're your cash cow months. You'll probably take fifty percent of your annual turnover will be in those three months. Yeah. Obviously, wrestling is a bit different to that. 
like you're constantly running events you're constantly doing this you're constantly doing that so there's a bit more of a there's less of a cash injection at one point in the year yeah. if you know what I mean so it's one of those situations where you should have a steady income stream um, I don't know I mean I don't know a lot about pay-per-view business but from what I understand it is one of those situations where um, I believe the pay-per-view company take 50% and ECW will get 50% is yeah. that the deal Yeah. is that the but, same with everybody or is yeah. that what the Fed have got but ECW's might be slightly worse I think, I think ECW's was a 60-40 yeah to the company or to yeah, yeah to so the, the pay-per-view but gets, at the same yeah. point they do take a while for you to actually get those yeah. funds yeah that's the thing it's like you can't just because you've got that there you, yeah you know it may take six months for you to actually get that money yeah but I mean it's um, it's a shit situation I mean hopefully USA pull through but the longer we go without any news the less likely it is some money yeah a, um, obviously there's the grace period that Vinny's given them but yeah but again, that relies on whether TNA want to give them that grace yeah. period as well. They may just say no. Yeah, it's the nope. thing is like, obviously we've had a full month this month, but who's saying we're going to have anything next month? Oh. Yeah, you know, it's it's that sort of don't fucking shit where you eat mode. Yeah, but they've constantly shat where they eat and then yeah. throw it at their dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. They're like the monkeys that throw shit at people at the zoo. Yeah. Though, with, with what they've said, obviously, some of the wrestlers are saying that they are five grand, oh, at least five grand. Yeah. Would you turn up for work? Because the thing is, it's going to be people like RVD and. Wrestling's like that. a very odd business where, even in the year of our Lord, 2000 and O'Donomai, a lot of it's done on handshakes, a lot of it's done on trust. Um, the amount of times we've heard Paul Heyman and Kool Aid mentioned yeah. in the same sentence speaks volumes. Yeah. Would I personally turn up? I, I think I'd have a, I'd have like a two grand thing of like, well, you owe me the, two grand now. You you need to pay me something. The thing is, it's you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Because as a wrestler, do you really want to get that reputation for no shows? True. Um. And there's the promise of money goes a long way in wrestling, I think. Yeah. Like obviously the Fed and WCW, they don't have these issues. Um, turnaround and WCW means they've. You guaranteed your money. They're it's basically a... look, they've literally got fucking Scrooge McDuck swimming pool to swim in if they need it. Yeah. And Vinny's obviously turned his shit around, so they're now not at a point where yeah, well, they've got to kick people like yeah, they don't have to kick kick people like Bret Hart out of the door because they've offered him a contract that's too much money. Yeah, like they're not they're not at that point anymore. Um, ECW obviously aren't, but I mean, where else are these where else are these guys going to go? Theoretically, the ones that I mean, we've got no names to it. We don't know who it is that they apparently owe money to. No, um, so. Like it's just I don't know. I'm sure they do owe money. Whether it's five grand, we don't know. The problem with wrestling is it's such bullshit that you just don't even know. Like you can listen to that, you can sort of read the torch, you can read the Observer. Yeah. But the thing is, I think like I'm not against wrestling journalists. I know a lot of people hate them, and I don't think they think what they're printing is wrong. 
yeah. that doesn't mean the person who's told them it is, is being the truthful. Truth. Yeah. Because a lot of the issue is wrestling's a carny business. Yes. So there'll be a lot of people going into business for themselves by going to the observer and going, oh, this is what's happening. Yeah. And like that could be the furthest thing from the truth in the world, but someone like Meltzer's not going to know that. No. Um, or even if one or two people say it. Yeah. Because the thing is, say, for argument's sake, just throwing names in there, say that Simon and Swinger. Yeah. Went to melt. Went one went to melt. So one went to Alvarez and went. Yeah. We haven't been paid. Yeah. We're owed five grand. Yeah. They've then got multiple sources. They're a tag team. Yeah. So they're not putting names at it. Who say they both haven't just gone? Well, if I say this to one, one yeah. say to the other. We'll see what that stirs up. So yeah, as I said. Can you imagine been... owing New Jack five grand? I bet he got paid fine. <laughs> like... Can you imagine owing Sandman five grand? Oh, he's too pissed. You just get him half a dozen buds and he'll forget. <laughs> like I could, de- you could deal with him because he's just a pisshead. Yeah. But like, can oh. you imagine getting like? Oh, a new jam? No. And then accidentally dropping the N word when you say <laughs> bye to him. Yeah. Fuck. Deaf. Like I wouldn't want to owe him two pound fifty. <laughs> like, True. Do you know what I mean? He'd just be like, "Fuck." Yeah, I'm pretty sure he'd cut someone for less. Yeah. 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 So, final headline. Uh, we have a few title changes this so, week. The TV, TV title and tag title change hands twice this month. They do indeed. Which we'll go into more detail as we run through the show. We will indeed. So, we will start with the TV. And, unfortunately for us, as we were bigging out last month and wanting to see all of it, the whole tag team tournament... Was we a don't see all of package, it, yeah. but we get bits of it over the first episode of the month. Yep. So we open with Tajiri and Mikey beating Hot Commodity when Tajiri pins De Niro after hitting a double brain buster. We then hear Joel and Joey open, which you'll hear now. I got 
was here in Midtown Manhattan when I went looking for hookers with Mayor Rudy Giuliani.
thing you're a number one contender for is for the person whose ass I kick after I kick yours. Because I will kick your ass, I'll kick your ass, and I'll kick all of your asses too. I deserve the title shot and anarchy rules. And you know what? You comes out and he has Billy Corgan in tow. He does. That. Um, and he wants, he doesn't want to apologise for his cheating in his past. Louis comes out, is a, is a dick. Justin Kane's Carino. Corgan chokes Justin until Louis uses his phone on Billy. Good use of a big star? Um, yes. <laughs> Excuse me. It looked awkward as fuck. Yeah. Like... Like, you can tell... I mean, obviously, he's not a fucking professional, is he, Corgan? But no. he was... You could tell when he was waiting. You could tell when he was sit Like, he's like, waiting for my spot, waiting for my spot, waiting for my spot. Yeah. Like, it was obvious, which is... It doesn't bother me. I mean, if you are going to use somebody, at least he's a wrestling fan. Yeah, he's... So he's it. not going to embarrass himself, like, when they trawl out a celebrity... Oh, on Fed style. On Fed or WCW, for example. Yeah. And this person has no interest in professional wrestling. They don't know anything about professional wrestling. They don't care about professional wrestling. They are literally there because A, the network they're on has told them to turn up. Because or B, they're getting a fucking show. payday out of it. <laughs> yeah. like, so at least he's a fan. Like So he didn't... There's that which... That makes it more bearable that he was a bit cringe in it. Yeah. Because I'm like, that, at least he... Know, like. He was a bit too early, waiting for things. But at the end of the day, at least he knew what to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least he threw it. Like when he swung a cane, he front swing, he swings a cane. Yeah. It's not like a little tap. He was like, "No, I'm gonna fucking lay this in." And then, and but the I'm sure the guys said to him beforehand, "Lay it in." Yeah. Like for fuck's sake, do like it. we know you're a celebrity, which means I mean he's, he's built like a fucking string bean, isn't he? Yeah. So I mean, it's not like 
like even if it's full weight behind it isn't going to hurt a fucking 260 pound meathead no with all the will in the fucking world so yeah I mean I th- yeah I thought it was a good use better than just having them show up in a shit backstage skit with the bushwhackers or something I don't know yeah. I don't know who's in the fed these days the, the thing is it's, it's the thing is Techno like, Team 2000 like 2000 yes. I'll take it there, there yes are they wrestling LOD 2000 yes in a, in a we want the naming rights of 2000 yeah is uh, there any other 2000 I can't think of any uh, I can't think of any of answers on a postcard yes people but it's with, with Corgan you know as I said the drop that he does when he gets hit by the phone is it's that it's almost a flare flop sort yeah. of there's that like he takes it and then he sort of spins slightly and then turns, like drops he's doing the eye rolls to the back of his head not realising that he's in a room full of 5,000 people who aren't going to be able to see it yeah so I mean the thing is you've got to sort of put your head back head forward and drop I've taken a spear on concrete yes fuck me that hurt <laughs> And I hit the deck like I was dead. Yeah. I have never been trained in my life, and it was purely an accident because I just happened to be in the way when I was security. And I was like, the moment I saw her running towards me, I knew I couldn't get out of the way quick enough. I was like, I'm going to have to go down here. I'm taking this bump. So I took the fucking, I took an untrained concrete Mick Foley bump, and my God, it's a man who was in what was it, 38 at the time? Yes. Fuck me, that hurt. <laughs> and it hurt for about three days. Yes. So, um, I mean, obviously those phones are gimmicks to smash up, but yeah. I mean, he's still got to make contact with them to make it smash. Yeah. So, uh, fair play, to, fair play to William Corgan. I think that was very good. So we then go into some more of the tag team tournament. We see Rhino and Justin beating Sandman and Chili Willy with Rhino getting the pin after shocking a decision pile driver to Sandman getting Chili Willy out that early what the fuck ECW yeah. if you want to save your fucking company get on Chili Willy yeah jump on Chili Willy <laughs> jump on Willy that can even be his catchphrase yes like fuck me we then see Simon and Swinger and Doring and Roadkill Swinger getting the win after they hit the problem solver. I'm beginning to really like those two. Now they've dropped the comedy bullshit. But Simon and Swinger, yeah. yeah those those two are... Swinger looks like a million dollars, even though he's got a bit of a goofy face. Yeah, he's got a weird I mean? face, but he's yeah. ripped. Yeah, like he's in such fucking... He's incredible shape. And Swinger's in good shape. Like he's he one of those... Now he's dropped the stupidity from his gimmick. You could easily yeah. see him going to WCW or the Fed. Yeah, this is the thing. With Simon, I've yeah. always said, get rid of the shit around him. He mm. can still do the Simon says, Simon isn't happy. Simon has a problem. Simon yeah. has a problem stuff. That's fine. Yeah. He didn't need the other shit. He didn't need the Cavalier and the two weird... Meatheads. Meatheads and the fucking butler and whatever the fuck else he had. Yeah, he didn't need any of that. And, and neither did the payroll... <laughs> to be fair no. but I mean to be as you say a lot of these people they'll either be trainees or they'll be yeah. a fucking they'll be school guys or they'll be people that work behind the scenes that are just doing something because like, that's pretty much what I'd done with XWA yeah. wasn't it it was one of them where I helped a lot with the backstage stuff but obviously when they needed somebody to do a, <laughs> a bump yeah and then I retired from bumps after one. <laughs> oh no I took two that day didn't I yep. I took one shortly after the concrete one and uh 
I became the timekeeper, <laughs> which suited me to the ground because I just sat there, watched it, and hit a bell. Well played. Yeah. So, um. We then get our final semi final, which is Lynn and Tommy versus Justin and Rhino. Lynn getting the win after he pins Justin with the cradle pile driver. Post match, Rhino does pile drive Tommy for a table. So we go into the finals, which was a freeway dance between Tajiri and Mikey, Lynn and Tommy, and Simon and Swinger. Tommy, selling the gimmick, comes out wearing a neck brace. Mm -hmm. That gave it away to me because, well, it didn't give it away, but I thought he was there to take the pin. Yeah. Like, and because you're like, well, how do you protect somebody who's going to take the pin? You send them out injured. injured. Yeah. And there's no bigger visual aid than something like a neck brace or no. a crutch or the new one of doing the tape around the ribs yeah. or something like that. So I mean, it's very. So I just like thought, oh, right, he's he's taking the pin. Yeah. Yeah. So, start the match, Tajiri, Simon and Lynn go at it. We see a double toe hold onto Simon. Tajiri with head kicks, Lynn tries a German that's countered into a Hurricane Rana. Lynn hits a tilt world and then one onto Simon. Everyone tags. Swinger poses and then is floored by a triple headlock. We're gonna get shoulder blocks. Tommy is beat down until he hits a double clothesline. All six then brawl and into the crowd. Lynn and Simon are back into the ring. Lynn hits a backbreaker for a two, the bow and arrow. Tajiri in with a massive head kick. Simon and Swinger both then put in trees of woe while all four grab chairs and do low chair face drop kicks. Tommy and Tajiri both got put tarantulas on. Simon and Swinger managed to get some low drop kicks. Lynn and Mikey hit a pair of Tornado DDTs onto Simon Swinger for twos. Tommy hits a DDT to Mikey which gets a two. CW in with a chair shot to Tommy. They then hit the problem solver and get the three. Lynn and Tommy are the first team eliminated. Mm -hmm. Tajiri then hits a massive head kick and Tommy and Mikey helps him with a spiked pedigree and face kick to Swinger which gets a two. Swinger hits the swing thing to Mikey, and then they hit a double stroke, which gets a two. The ringside then fills up with everyone from the back, because everyone wants to see the end of this match. Tajiri with some kicks to CW. Simon and Swinger then took on a doomsday device, but Tajiri missed Simon, then hits a German to Swinger, as Mikey goes to the top rope to hit a top rope whippersnapper, gets the win, Tommy and Mikey or Tajiri and Mikey even get the titles fuck yes hallelujah the crowd went fucking I know it's um, I know it's Mikey Whipwreck's hometown isn't it yeah so I mean but fuck what the correct decision like I'd have been happy with either of these two teams yeah but it was the correct decision I fucking love Tajiri you know he's top five boys for me like I've, yeah. he's always been one of my favourites like he is so he, he's just so good he's just so crisp like everything he does is just so crisp it just I mean his kicks his strikes it's no wonder he's as popular with the ECW crowd as he is yeah like it goes without saying and the fact he can obviously do a bit of comedy just seen by his, when he was pretending to be the sinister minister yes and things like that and just just his facial expressions when he's in the background of a minister promo when he's just looking confused as fuck <laughs> like 
he can speak Spanish. He can yeah. speak, obviously, he can speak some English, well, and he can speak, obviously, he can speak Japanese. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he actually knows what's happening, but he well, just he pretends he's just fucking yeah. thick, and he's because the, the interesting thing is, Tajiri actually it was um, it's either CML, CMML or AAA. yeah. He was there. Um, go between for Japanese, Japanese talent. talent, yeah. So he speaks perfect Spanish. Spanish yeah. He also knows perfect English. Yeah, but he plays that he doesn't. Yeah, I just love his fact. Like, just um, he got in them promos. Like, I don't. I mean, I've said before that sinisterness is not really for me because I'm not a fucking edgy body. <laughs> but like. Yeah, I'm not a Metallica. Is it Metallica you listen to? Yes, but yeah. I think that for Sinister Minister it's all Marilyn Manson. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, as I said... We've, oh, is that the... It's the guy oh, with the weird eyes and the face paint. And oh, yeah, sorry, I was thinking of Jason Donovan. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, no. The, the thing is, right. What we'll do now is I will just play you the end of this match um, in audio form, so you can hear the fucking reaction that it gets. Tajiri up on the shoulders of Swinger. Simon says this is it, but he takes the green fist right in the eyes. Simon Diamond is blinded. German suplex. piss out of me that it's taken this long to get the tag belts back but fuck me it's been worth it it's worth it yeah 100% like you can't I mean we all know wrestling's a work like we're not under any illusion that it's not predetermined anything like that like it's not 1950 yeah but I mean first and foremost we are fans and when you I mean it's hard because you don't really get it with the fed like I, I think it's because a lot of what they do is so linear and so and so obvious what's going to happen that you kind of take away that reaction from the fans a lot. Yeah. Because you you always expect a certain thing, and with the Fed when they don't give you what you expect, it's not normally a good thing. Yeah. But with ECW, it's like I thought, oh, I had it in my head that 
Simon Diamond and Johnny Swindle are going to win. I was like, oh, they're probably going to do this now. Like, when, when especially Ryan... with the hometown, because I'm so yeah. pre-programmed with the Fed that the hometown guy gets fucked. Yeah, and especially when Justin and Rhino went out, because obviously when we were talking about the, yeah. the brackets last month, yeah. I went with Justin and Rhino. I went with Tajiri and Mikey Whipwreck, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I'm sure but, someone point out if I fucking didn't. But we both sort of said Simon I think we wanted them, but we the thought... Yeah, yeah. And as we as we both said at the time when we were sort of going through the teams, we're like they they are one of the teams that make sense. Yeah, because they they're getting this. They've been sent down a new path. Got rid of the stupid comedy bullshit. Mm. Um, been teamed up with CW. And, yeah. Um, but as I said, that is that is how you do a crowning of champions. Yeah. And. And they're two very popular wrestlers. Obviously, yeah. hometown boy and Mikey Whipwreck. And also, in, not just hometown boy, but he is an e, he is ECW original. Yeah. So you think he's yeah. been there since fucking what ninety three? Because he was obviously tag yeah, champion. Yeah, part of his little stint in WCW. Yeah. But obviously, he was tag champs with Foley back in the day. Yeah. He's had the world belt. He's had the TV belt. He's the only yeah. guy that's had all of the belts. Yeah. And. The fucking teamwork between him and Tajiri. Oh, it's incredible. Is ridiculous. You'd think they were ki- you think they'd grown up together, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, they're just so... I mean, they're very... Uh, very... I mean... They're very similar workers in... In how they operate. I mean, they do very different things, if that makes sense. But, like, you can tell they're... They're in tune with each other. I'm ranting. I'm rambling. I don't know. So, like, it's like the the double fucking brain bust they do to win the, the yeah. first one. Yeah, and even the little um, the spiked pedigree that they do. Yeah, and, and even the the leg wrap sort of suplex yeah. jobby they do together. That like yeah, it's mm, it's just so they're just so good together. They really are. Their timing's absolutely spot on. They um, are. They are definitely. Yeah. A, if if they carry on like this till the end of the year, they're getting in my top tags of the year for the fucking end of years. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see so where we, they go from here. Yeah. Even though we already know because we've obviously watched that on TV. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, um, yeah. But as I said, we'll, we'll run through it after the next show of what we think sort of going forward. But Yeah. So we go into week two's TV and there is a wonderful Joey, Joel and Cyrus open which we Just will, for a change. Which you'll hear now. Begs the bacon 
her legs, the quintessential stud muffin, Joel. I did 12 rockets outside Radio City Music Hall and did another 15 when I got inside. I did this New York Knicks cheerleader right on the 7 train and she paid me a roll of tokens for the ride. cage at the Bronx Zoo. I've even gotten my rocks off there. But last night, I put my arm around the Statue of Liberty, and I nailed her in the heart of Times Square!
Cyrus comes out and cancels the show and says that he has done what he wants and people from New York are gutless. Which brings out Paulie. And he smacks him in the head with the phone. Rhino out and gores Heyman through a table. Cyrus starts then calling out the crowd, which sees a fan jump in. To <laughs> see a fan jump into the ring. Police then hit the ring, but Rhino gores a cop. Then the locker room empties and we get a mass brawl. During the brawl, it turns into a match between Kid Cash and Rhino for the TV title, which Cash wins. During the match, Sandman and Rhino go at it with Rhino Kane or Sandman caning Rhino, only for Rhino to gore him. RVD then comes out, hits the Van Daminator and Van Terminator. They then hit a combo of a five-star frog splash in Alabama Jam for Cash to get the win and we have a new TV champion so out of the fucking randomness that was that first 10 minutes of the show mass fucking brawl fan getting involved 
How weird was it seeing the sinister minister in a brawl? Yeah. Like, just joining in with the fucking workers <laughs> as a manager. Like, would, would, did that add anything to it? No. no? I, I don't know. I like his shirt, though. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I've just looked, at, so I've looked through the news and stuff, and I mm. can't find if that fan was a real fan or if, if it was a plant. I think it was a plant. I can guarantee that the cop s- that took the gore was a plant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think the fan was as well for the simple reason... The camera cut to him a couple of times after he was removed from the ring. Mm. And they were very, very good in not showing his face at the same time. Yeah. So, I, I to me, I think that was a setup. This is it. wouldn't surprise Which me. is a dangerous thing to do in the ECW arena, given yes. what the Dudleys used to be like. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I think it was a plan, personally. I may be fucking way off, but, yeah. But, yeah, no, as I said, then got us into... A brawl into a weird title match that started, and then people getting involved. But Cash getting his moment, winning the TV title, showing that Rhino isn't unstoppable. Good move to put the belt on Cash for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, for, for for how long it lasted? Yeah, I mean, obviously that is part of the story, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but again, decent sized pop. I don't know if that was. Um, just because it was Cash that was winning, or because it was Rhino losing, or a combination of the two. I think I think the RVD getting involved really helped. Yeah. Um, so I think it was really good. Like it's good to just have, like obviously filming in New York. They know they're going to get a decent crowd reaction because there's a rabid fan base for yeah. ECW there. And it's the first so proper show them, in New York. Yeah. Give them title changes. Yeah. Yeah. And they and he's given two. Yeah. Like well, not a change really with the with the tag belts but um, he's given two he's given a title change and new tag champions and yeah. the crowd fucking ate both up yep so I mean masterclass in booking in that respect isn't it exactly it's, it's exactly what you need and it works so well yeah we then have a promo with the Sinister Minister in Times Square telling us that the Unholy Alliance will take out the FBI and in this one is where Tajiri breaks out the uh, Spanish no, doesn't he say something in English at the end where he goes, this interview over? No, the interview over one is the next one. Oh, that's the next one in yeah. Times Square as well, yeah. is it? Yeah. This this one is just the, he just goes off in Spanish. Yeah. We then see the blue boy going against Balls. Balls winning after, guess what? A massive fucking chair shot. Is it me or has the blue meanie got worse because he's lost weight? He looks less convincing in, in those punches and stuff. Yeah. Because his repertoire is so limited that the fact that he doesn't have the weight to throw behind it, it does look worse. Yeah, and like I just Yeah, I mean it just looks as a I don't know, he just I mean he's obviously in a lot better shape. Yeah, and probably in a lot better health for dropping a fucking hundred pounds. Yeah. But I mean in the same I he just I get what they're doing, it's a bit of a reinvention of him, but I just wasn't convinced by him in this guise. Like, yeah. He looks like a schmuck. Yeah. <laughs> For one of the better. I know he's meant to, but like, yeah. but like, even without the get up and the blue hair, I'm like, no, you still look like a douchebag, mate. Yeah. Um, Post match, Balls hits the Nutcracker Suite on Jasmine St. Clair. We then get our main event of the evening. Which sees the FBI going against Tajiri and Mikey. If the FBI lose, they have to break up. 
not going to go through this whole match. Just do yourself a favour and watch it because it's fucking amazing. Spectacular. It's easily one of the best matches this year. TV wise, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Guido gets the pin onto Jiri after hitting the Tomikaze on a chair. Just, just do yourself a favour and watch it. The, there's not enough superlatives for this one. No. As always, Tony Mamaluke looks like he's dead halfway yeah. through it. Like, he takes some bumps that scare the fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah. They really do. Fucking Sally like, if he was is a bigger, in form as well. Yeah, if, he, if, if Tony Mamaluke was a bigger guy, he would be crippled. Yeah. I think because he's such a slight bloke, yeah. that's done him the world of good. He can take that fucking ass kick. As I said, mm. this is easily one of if not the best TV match ECW have had on TNN oh yeah since the TNN era started and easily one of the best TV matches this year well I mean how many times have Tajiri and um, Guido fought so they know each other like the back of their fucking hand don't they same with Mikey and Guido as well yeah like they've all the only sort of newer one to that is Mama Luke yeah and he's good at like they keep dropping in that he's trained by Dean Belenko and he's good enough to fill that role no we don't have the glorious Tommy Rich no or the even more glorious your boy and mine Tracy Smothers yeah Um, and yeah I mean Big Sal I've noticed even he's taken some fucking decent bumps now well it? I've noticed he's got a lot more involved than he used to normally yeah. he'd normally just be on the outside and he'd like do the catch or, or he'd, he'd get, hit somebody with a chair or something like that or but do, recently, do a corner squash or something like that yeah recently he seems to be doing a lot more because he's and I mean he's even had a couple of matches recently isn't yeah. he which normally you don't see no he's normally the outside guy isn't he um, and for a bloke of his size, he's fine. Like he's fine. I mean, he looks a bit immobile, granted, but yeah. but fuck me, like he's carrying a, the he's weight got of six hundred fucking pounds, isn't he? He's, he's yeah. a lot. Yeah, he's carrying. He's the weight of three normal human men. Yeah, like it's um, he's not exactly going to be the most spry athlete in the world, is he? No. Um, but I mean, it, it works because you got the two smaller guys. You got him. Um, <sighs> a bit annoyed that they did win to be honest with you because I'd, I'd like to have seen Mikey but we had the pop we had yeah. the pinnacle we had the crowning and I think the idea was to get it on the FBI anyway yeah. but they just like well we'll send that crowd home Though we'll give this, the crowd what they want and then we'll yeah. so take this, the rug this yeah. is my reason why I think this is a great bit of booking mm. I want to see because obviously Tajiri and Mikey were only together for what a couple of weeks before the tournament yeah I want to see them chase well there is the old booking philosophy that there's more money in the chase than there is at the capture isn't there yeah like once especially with the baby face once they've got the belt and defeated the big bad where do you go from there do you know what I mean it's like that's that's like wrestling 101 for a lot of people and Spoiler, we do get a rematch at the pay-per-view next month. We do indeed, and I'm mightily looking forward to it. I, Even though I'm not going to be on the podcast next month. Oh, I you will sh- be on October. Oh, it's October. It's November I'm not doing, that's right. Um, I will be watching November's pay-per-view and everything as well. Um, but as I said, that's, that's that one where I'm like, I, I want to see them as the... Uh, like. 
trying to get the belts back and the thing yeah. is with the FBI being heels they can do the heely tag team thing of trying to get out of the match yeah, and things and like that having and Big Sal I know they've got the Sinister Minister but I mean you've got Big Sal yeah the Sinister Minister what's he going to do he's going to pass him a chair he's going to hit him with his cane potentially yeah. but you've got Big Sal he can catch choke slam do all that sort of business so the odds are still stacked against them yeah. in that respect like so yeah it'd be interesting I'm really, I'm really looking forward to seeing that again hopefully we'll see the belts back on Tajirian like at some off. point not but, necessarily straight away but but that's the thing as I said I, at first I was like oh for fuck's sake and then sort of thinking about it after the fact I was like no it makes sense yeah a little time to reflect yeah yeah I was a bit I, th- I think I felt the same I was like oh fuck because like Tajiri is one of my favourites ever yeah Full stop, top five for me. Um, Mikey Whitbrick, probably not one of my favourites of all time, but with his pairing he, with Tajiri, he's my ECW, one of my ECW boys. For for if I was just to pick my boy squad of people from ECW, yeah. Mikey would be in there because mine's the original Sandman where he had a wetsuit and surfboard. <laughs> the Tasmaniac. Oh yes. Um. Yeah, when they just WWF <laughs> new generation gimmicks, basically. Yes. Um, Tommy and Suspenders. Tommy and Suspenders. Uh, and Dawn Marie. Always Dawn Marie. <laughs> That's name my favourite <coughs> ECW guys. Alarm Storm is in there. Yes. Uh, I'm going to be controversial and not say RVD because I think it's too obvious a pick. Yeah, uh, the, like the, he, he goes without saying RVD. Like, well, yeah. of course. It's like I, the thing is, I can't. I yeah. right, people, I I couldn't say. Mm. I couldn't say RVD. I can't say Raven. I can't say Lynn. Yeah. Because how can you not watch ECW and not yeah. love all three of them? Yeah. I think Spike Dudley's up there for me. Yeah. Just because of the stupid shit he does. Mike Awesome's up there. Yes. Um. We hardly knew thee, but what we did see, we fucking loved every second of. Tanaka. Tanaka's up there, fucking hell, mate. Tommy Dreamer, I love Tommy Dreamer. Like, he's never gonna win any fucking awards for being the most technically gifted fucking no. wrestler of all time, but when you're the heart and soul of a company like he is, like, yeah. you, you don't fucking matter at all, does it? No. Um, yeah, it's difficult. New Jack for being different reasons. For yeah, just being New Jack, really. <laughs> Um, New Jack does New Jack. New Jack does indeed do New Jack things. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been so many fucking people come through the doors over the years. I mean, Steve Austin had his little spell, wrestled See, a couple of times. Jericho, and the, Benoit, Malenko, Guerrero yeah. all had their stints as well. Yeah. But yeah, it's Mysterio. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's one of those. But yeah, as I said, coming out of this, at first I was like, fuck. But then, mm. yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I want the chase. Mm. So going into the third week's TV, we see Mikey and Tajiri beating Hot Commodity again after a double brainbuster. Sinister Minister tells us that he's going to get that they will get the bells back from the FBI. One thing I forgot to mention. Yes. Did you notice how Guido, when they gave everyone's weights, 
was meant to be the heaviest one in there. Yes. <laughs> Compared to Mikey Whipwreck. Yeah. Guido was putting at 201 pounds mm-hmm. and Whipwreck was like 194. Yeah, yeah. he's twice the size. <laughs> yes. You're like, come on, mate. Like, I know it's done as a joke to a degree, but you're like, fuck me. Although, I love how they, they did Marmaluke as like fluid ounces. 5,720 <laughs> fluid ounces. Get in. Which I don't know what that works out as in pounds, but probably not a lot back 90 (laughs) (laughs) so we then have our main event of the show which is a world title match between just incredible and steve carino before oh my god i just realized his name is just incredible i know what a surprise oh fuck i just figured that out (laughs) so before the match we do get a promo from francine Apparently, she's a crack whore, according to the audience. <laughs> um, news to me. Um, not going to lie, she doesn't look like one. Couldn't see any needle marks. That's true. Um, apparently, she also likes to fillet certain areas of a gentleman's body. And you will hear all of that now. Francine, can you? Believe me, I've tried. Huh? Can you please have some respect while a lady is speaking? Lady? She's seen more action than a New York City subway turnstile. But unlike the subway, she's a much smoother ride. I'll take your word for it. she have in her hand? That just shows how intelligent you morons really are. Now, Jack Victory, I have a little bit of news for you tonight. See, you're way too big for me to screw with. Big's never been a problem for her before. I mean, too big to screw with. Oh, screw with. So, thank 
I'll be damned. She can read. Trump coin of his own, and he has played it. 
So during that, out comes Dawn Marie to even up the odds. Shit, yeah. Because Francine has a document that says that Jack Victory can't be at ringside. Yeah. So they start with a brawl and a chop battle. Brawl to the floor. Back in and a low blow by Justin. He takes advantage with some punches. We get another chop battle. Justin then grabs a chair and does a chair face smash. Gets a two. Slam and a Brett Rowe elbow. And then back outside for more brawling. Francine hits as Joel Gertner calls the Coochie Carana. <laughs> back in and Carino then hits a slingshot. Justin, he then slingshots Justin through a table through to the outside. Back in again, corner punches and the bionic elbow. Low blow, atomic drop. Francine then grabs Steve's foot so Justin can get a roll up but only gets a two. The ref then starts talking to Francine but gets blindsided by Carino. Hits a fisherman suplex. Louis then is out with a phone but Billy Corgan comes out, lays him out with a guitar. Justin he misses. fucking hit that well as well. He yeah. smashed it. And the thing is, again, you can see he's a fan because when the guitar didn't break properly, he made sure he broke it on the fucking thing. Yeah. Like he didn't hit the ring with it deliberately to break it a bit more. I was like, yes, yeah. that's some professional shit there, mate. Justin misses a cane shot to Billy, eats a super kick and gets a two. Justin with a jumping clothesline. Karina hits a Northern Lights for a table, which gets a two. We then get our obligatory cat fight. My Just, voice couldn't do that. Jeffy! It's worth it. It's like... Look, I, I, yeah, I, I, can, I know. Is it Joey or is that... Just Joey. It is Joey, is it? I can't yeah. tell if it's either of them. Justin hits a massive cane shot that gets a two. A super kick for a two. Carino hits the old school neck breaker that gets a two. Hits a tombstone on Francine. Justin then hits That's Incredible onto a chair to get a win. Another great fucking TV match. And that moment where I was like, Carino could actually be world champion. Definitely deserves it after that sort of a performance. Yeah, I think so. And the crowd are getting behind him. Um, maybe not as much as ECW are making out, but there's definite signs that are good there. Um, it, it's he's great on the mic. Yeah. Like, I like the fact that they, they sort of almost acknowledge that he... He was like a goofy comedy manager, like because it's yeah. so easy. I mean, how many times have you seen in WCW and the Fed when they sort of repackage someone and just completely ignore what's come before? Yes. So it was quite nice that they even said, "Look, this guy was a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, he acted like a twat. He's done this. He's done that. But look how far he's. Look at him now." Sort of yeah. Thing. And that just plays. I just like that. That lot of continuity, really. Yeah, it, it works really fucking well. And mm -hmm. again, go out your way to watch this match. Yeah. yeah. It's about 20 To be fair, long. there's not a bad episode of TV this month. No. Not one. Yeah, you can. It's what, five episodes, 40 odd minutes each. You probably missed the last episode. Yeah. If you're, gonna, if you're only going to watch four out of the five, you could probably miss the last one, to be fair. Yeah, you know, definitely, mm. definitely worth a watch. We then go into week four. Joel and Joey do the open. Lynn then comes out, but is interrupted by Justin. He says that he will kick Lynn's ass. Out comes Carino, and he says that he could be either of them. Spike comes out and says that he is the booker for this evening, and announces that it'll be a freeway with a special ref. 
But before we can find out who the special ref is, Rhino gores him. We can get a massive brawl. And guess who we hear? We hear natural born killers. You know what that means? Out comes New Jack. New Jack comes out and does a New Jack. That is until the numbers get too much and he is beaten to fuck with a cane shots from Justin. Yeah, that was quite uncomfortable to be fair, wasn't it? Obviously, I know that he can't take a proper bump because obviously his leg's still not yeah. 100%. Mm. But they fucking they went to fucking town on those leathers him, didn't he? Absolutely leathers him with that. We get highlights from Cash versus Mikey. Um, match doesn't really happen because Rhino comes out and calls both of them. Uh-huh. Which turns into an impromptu TV title match between Rhino and Cash. Rhino winning with a table gore. Post-match, Rhino calls out RVD and they brawl before we go off out of that segment we then see Chris Hamrick versus Nova Nova getting a win after hitting the Kryptonite Crunch Chetty out post-match we attacks. didn't mention Hamrick's stupid concrete bumps to the outside I was going to after we finished it <laughs> pardon um, me they were fucking horrible yeah, so post-match Chetty comes out and attacks both Nova and Jazz Balls attacks Chetty the Baldies come out to attack Balls and Chilly Willy then makes the save for the of course end of the he segment. does because he's the fucking man Though, as you were saying quite rightly, Hamrick's fucking bumps in this were fucking disgusting. Well, it was it's two bumps he'd done the same. Yeah. Like, over the top rope, a flat back bump, missing the mat onto the concrete, and you can hear the slap, and I almost felt physically sick hearing that, because that is one of those... Fud. To jump into the future a bit, I've only ever heard one noise that made it worse, and that was when I watched Walter against PCO at Joey Janela's Spring Break 2 when I went, and they both come out of the ring, and you just we couldn't see because it was the opposite side of where we were sitting, yeah. and he, he looked like, PCO looked like he'd landed head first, and you just heard a thud like someone had been hit by a fucking baseball bat, mm. but I rewatched it and he was <laughs> it was actually yeah it was fine but it was just it was one of those where your heart literally went into your fucking mouth um, so yeah like I hope he gets his five grand because <laughs> yeah. all I can fucking say like you could not pay me enough to do that no yeah and the final match of the show is FBI versus Doring and Roadkill Guido getting the win on Doring after Sal hits a Vader bomb Again, another fucking great tag match. How ridiculously over is Roadkill in Canada? I know. Is he Canadian in real life or something? No, he is actually from Amishland. Oh, he's from... Like the Midwest or wherever. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, isn't he? Pennsylvania, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, Doring and Roadkill have gone... um, Another another one, like Carino, have done a fucking complete 180 in the past few months from being heels yeah. to being fucking loved by the crowd. I think I think Doring is fucking incredible. I can't see him wrestling in the Fed. No. But you can see him being an on on air personality. Yeah. Like you can see him being he, he could be the manager being for a manager. Roadkill. Like yeah. you, you put Roadkill in the Fed and you have Doring as his mouthpiece yeah. because as much as we love chickens that's enough for me like I don't want to say anything else apart from chickens and yeah. then pretend to wring its neck in the Fed he's going to need a mouthpiece because mm. that wouldn't work in the Fed well it would so, if you just 
finished with it like they yeah. kind of do at the moment which is yeah. why you you could use Doring as that and the thing is Doring yeah. go in do a couple of bumps maybe do a bit here and there but yeah no these two I have no idea how that fucking change has happened yeah. in the last few months but they are because they're fucking loved they're trainees aren't they they're, yeah they come through they've come through the house of hardcore, house of hardcore. yeah well, it's them, Chetty, Nova. Does Nova come through that as well? Yeah. Yes, I mean, all four of those guys are fucking nut. Like, I mean, you can see Nova if they've done the cruiser, like, got the cruiserweights back up and running. Yeah. WCW, you can see. Like, the House of Hardcore is obviously a very good fucking school. If well, they're taught by Taz. Yeah, he's like, not taking any shit. Well, well, well I don't know if he is now. He's in the well, not now, but the thing yeah. is, those four would have been taught by Taz because obviously yeah. it would have been while Taz was still there. Yeah. Same with um, Chetty as well. Yeah, and yeah, it's it is one of those of like you can see the work that's gone into him, and as I said, just naturally face turned. Yeah, because the crowd have just gone. We like these guys. Yeah, the crowd. When, they've when the not crowd changed did. what they've done at all. They're no. still them and being them, and I'm just like, yeah, just give me, just give me these tag yeah. matches. I'll quite happily have this. Yeah, yeah, I'll have a good tag match. Like, like some good tag team wrestling so I mean I'm always I don't think I could watch a whole show of it because you need that variety but yeah like I don't mind a tag tournament for a couple of weeks um, but as I say it's it's true if you look at it at the minute you've mm. got what four at least four absolutely fucking banging tag teams well given how many things they've lost like they lost Taz. They lost the Dudleys, yeah. which is probably the most relevant one. Lost Lance. They lost Lance. So that was another. T- that was their another top tag, tag team, t- yeah. wasn't it, at the time? But when you think about it, you're like, are we missing them as much as we thought we would from the tag team scene? No, no, because you've suddenly got Doring and Roadkill. You've FBI suddenly have got stepped up. Yeah, like all the ones that have come in. They have an atmosphere. I mean, as I say, there's only four or five actual tag teams. Simon and Swinger, the Unholy Alliance. Yeah. There's, there's, but the thing is, you can they all work so any, well any together. Any of them all together, and yeah. yeah, just and because it's an hour-long fucking show, you only need four or five tag teams. You yeah. don't need. And the thing is, when they're not with ECW, it gets more of a pass for me. I mean, when you see it with the Fed or WCW, and they'll put two randoms together and they'll beat all the tag teams. Yeah. I always find that really sort of like, well, no, two two tag team wrestlers should always beat two single wrestlers in a yeah. tag match. The same as if a tag wrestler goes in a single match, he should theoretically lose that. Yeah. Because like, that's not his specialist field of wrestling. But for some reason, ECW, that gets a bit more of a pass from me because a lot of the guys that are in the tag teams also do a lot of singles matches. Like, yeah. So, yeah, where you don't... With the Fed and that, that's a bit less... Or at least when they do throw people together, it makes more sense for them to be together. Yeah, there's a reason behind it, like... Yeah, like the Tajirian Mikey... Well, they wear the same trousers, for example. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, you know, there there are those ones where, you know, they've been enemies, they've been fighting together lots. Ah, of course that's that. Yeah. Justin and Rhino being together because of the network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Tommy and Lynn being together because they're against the they're network. The, they're the white meat baby faces to yeah. them, aren't they? Yeah. So they, they sort of, when they do throw, do the throwing people together, it makes a bit more sense as well. 
So we will go into the final week's TV, which opens up with Joel and Joey, as usual. Louis comes out, Joey just shoots him down, then Joel shoots him down and slaps him. That is until Cyrus attacks. Joey then comes out to make the save with a chair. RVD tells, or Rhino tells us, that he dreams about breaking RVD's neck. We see the. Fuck me, I didn't dream about that. <laughs> Don Marie's in the locker room, and you dreamed about breaking fucking RVD's neck. <laughs> Jesus. Well, Rhino was a strange one. We see Lynn, Carino, and Justin in a freeway dance. Uh, first fall, Lynn goes out after That's Incredible. Second fall, Justin gets the win after That's Incredible. Francine hitting a cane shot just beforehand. This wasn't as good as I was hoping. I really struggled to stay switched on with this one. It was one of those where it was fine, but my mind started wandering to my phone a bit. Yeah. And that's never a good sign with me. No. It's, like, it's, it's, I said, it, it was one of those of like, it was good, but... Mm -hmm. With everything else we've had this month, yeah, it was a bit of a lackluster. Good, good isn't going to cut it. Yeah, it's not just that. I mean, I think a lot of the issue for me was because we are so close to the pay per view. You sort of knew. I you kind of knew the result. Like yeah, you can't you can't really see them taking the belt off just incredible the week before the show. the week before the show. I mean, you can't rule it out. No. But, but at the same point, the thing that annoyed me was mm. the fact that Lynn went out. So that's incredible. Yeah. You know, if as the first fall, if Lindsay would have taken out Carino. Yeah. And then Justin got a dirty win. Yeah, or Carino got cheated first. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. But mm. the fact that Lynn went out fairly cleanly as the first fall. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense when you're building him up to be the the number one contender at yeah. your ne at your pay per view that's next week. Yeah, or at the weekend even. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, so, whether it play whether that plays into the match, they will have to see, I suppose. But, yeah. Yeah, very odd decision there. I'm sure there's a reason for it, but quite what that reason is, I would not know. So we see C.W. Anderson attack Jack Victory, telling us that he will beat Carino at the pay per view to become number one contender. Francine is backstage saying that Lynn has broken her ribs and Justin says that he beats people up when they're in their hometowns. And we finish the show with Lynn saying that he has been the star maker and it's now his time to be the star and he will win the title. Not the greatest of the month's shows, but, you know, no. builds up to the pay-per-view. We've got the promos, we've got a reason for some of the matches yeah. going on. As I said, as we've said already, that you know the freeway didn't really, you know, just didn't gel pain, for me. Yeah, I think the issue is it just followed four weeks of solid TV. Yeah. So I mean, it was hard to keep that going for me, and it was like, yeah, I think a combination of that, realistically knowing what the outcome was going to be, like another cheap shit cheating win for just incredible it's sort of just yeah I mean it's just as I say it's just it was fine but it was fine yeah yeah it was nothing better than fine yeah so, so we've, we've got 
you know, some obviously the number one contenders match going in with CW versus Carino, that should be decent at the pay per view. Yeah. You know, two fucking solid workers. Well they're both old school, aren't they? Yeah. Obviously we've got the FBI going against the Unholy Alliance. Yeah. Hundred percent that's the match I'm looking forward to most of it. Get in my veins. R V D and Rhino going at it again that should be decent yeah uh, Justin versus Lynn again should be decent so you know we've got surprisingly four proper matches announced and obviously there's meant to be a they're calling it a fight I don't know whether it's going to be a match or a fight or what it's going to be but between Joel, Joel and Cyrus I suppose you know seeing the fact that the network is uh, no longer a thing probably time to write Cyrus off yeah give give Joel a a win to get Cyrus off telly maybe even get Joey involved to you know double fucking baby face the Coventry team yeah yeah 100% but yeah no I I was going to say the the pay-per-view is actually had a build up for the first time and we had more than one match announced yeah and that's quite unusual with ECW isn't it maybe they're trying something else to try and boost numbers um yeah, it's normally you know your your title match, don't you really? Like, yeah, and that's probably the, about it. Be it the TV or be it the world, you'll know at least one of those, but you wouldn't really know. Like you, you wouldn't really know what else is more cohesive that way because everything's built up to it. So it's just it just feels like a more fluid show mm. really because of that, rather than tuning into your tuning into ECW and. Like they still do that weird thing where matches start for no reason. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the somebody will come down to the ring at the end of another match to attack somebody, and then, then another someone ta- then someone else will come down to make the save, that and that'll lead to an impromptu match. Yeah. But that seems to happen <clears throat> all the time. once a month. Yeah. And then it seems to happen on every fucking pay per view. Yeah, it's got to be at least one. So it's just nice to actually go in and be like, oh, actually that might not happen I'm sure it still fucking will because it's still going to have a couple of matches on the undercard yeah that haven't been announced I'm sure but like um, so but yeah, yeah. I, I'm very much looking forward to it obviously who knows if there'll be a TV review next month yeah because <laughs> will there be TV or will it just be hardcore TV or what the fuck who the fuck knows um, but yeah no as I said this is obviously if this is it for TNN and the TNN run as we were imagining fucking way to go out on your last show boys yeah um yeah like if you wanted to advertise your show to a new fucking TV channel short of not being dickheads about TNN and yeah. shooting yourself in the foot there you've like this is us yeah this is like here's ECW on a plate what do you the think you'd be like fuck yeah none it? of it was ultra violent which no is the there wasn't that... like there's a bit of blood in the with Carino wasn't there yeah. but there wasn't anything that would make a TV company be like oh. the thing is there's no more blood than what you see in a Fed match no or WCW and the thing is there's not the ta- the tables for the sake of tables obviously Rhino does his Rhino does Rhino yeah but there's no woman going through yeah, there, for example. There's, there was no pile drivers off the fucking stage onto the floor through a table on yeah. a woman for shits and giggles. There was no... No flaming table, yeah, no, no crucifixions. 
Yeah. Even New Jack was tame New Jack yeah. when New Jack did New Jack. If I was going, right, we need a TV deal. Here, here is us yeah. right now. Here is our four weeks product. Yeah. Have a look. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a post watershed. It's a. It's an eleven. 10, it's a, it's a ten eleven p.m. start show. Mm. But there's nothing there to make me. If I was a network executive, go. There's nothing there to make me question whether I'd go. Yeah. Day. The only issue is is whether they then look at your back catalogue and, and like, see oh, the Dudleys. Oh. <laughs> Well, it's not just that. Like, so the gentleman with the Singapore cane's wife has been driven through a table three times. Okay, and then dropped on her head, and spat at, and threatened. You like, and, sh- mm. and her head shoved in a bog. Yeah, like, mm, yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's one of those. That I think. Yes, there's no TV deal. Yes, the future is very, very uncertain. But. As an in-ring product, yeah, they are in a better place now than they were a couple of months ago. Yeah, hundred percent. There's people that's just stepped onto the plate. Um, obviously, losing Mike Awesome, losing Taz, losing the Dudleys like they have this year. Yeah. Um, as I said the the TNM run has yeah. not been good for the fact of the the stars that they've lost. Yeah, I mean, we've said that, but just purely as a wrestling fan. I, I don't do think miss, I'm missing. I, I, I don't miss think Lance. I do for his technical matches, but in the same respect, do I really like? See, I, I can, is the TV any worse for any of them not being there? Guess no. Yeah, do you have a point there. Uh, yeah, I don't. We've just had. We've arguably just had the best four episodes of TV. In a trot that they've done on TNN, yeah, like, and none of their stars, except RVD, and even RVD's not had a match this month. No, but I mean he's been on telly, isn't he? Yeah, RVD's been on telly, but obviously. But I mean, you've had people like Rhino who you can depend on. Yeah, you've had people like Tajiri and Woodley, the FBI, Dorian Roadkill. Yeah, yeah, it's very much showing that the roster. Yeah, is in a good place going forward. Yeah, despite no huge names that are, are going to put bums on seats. Yeah, which is again, it's that thing where the brand is more important than the yeah, performance. Which obviously yeah. we were saying a few months back when Lance went, and we said it again when the Dudleys went. Mm. Oh fuck you! You're losing, you're gone. losing your boys. Yeah, you're losing your the people. The I mean, that the casual fans wouldn't. May know their name. Yeah, yeah they'd be like, "Oh well, I've heard of the Dudleys. I've heard they're fucking unreal." Yeah, like I've heard of Mike Awesome. I've heard of fucking Raven. I've heard of fucking Lance Storm, Sabu, and his craziness. Yeah. But like, the thing is, I haven't missed that. Like, if I look at it, hmm. have I missed Raven since he's gone? No. Have I missed the Dudleys since they've gone? A little bit because. Yeah. Because what they were doing was a lot more. Un- it was just unique, though, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, but is the tag division in a better place without them? Arguably, yes. yeah. I mean, because they were so dominant in it, that yeah. it kind of didn't give a lot of the other teams time to shine. No. And um, now you've got equal footing with a lot of the teams in that area. Yeah. It's heightened the division in a lot of ways. Do I miss Taz? No. <laughs> 
but I do when I watch the Fed and see what they're doing with him. Yeah. Because yeah. him and fucking Jerry Lawler at SummerSlam, fuck off. Ah, uh, sweet baby Jesus. And I'm just like, please like, get Taz Considering back. he, what was it, six months ago he debuted? Yeah. And we're now, he's now fighting commentators. And yeah. Bullying, bullying a man with Bell's palsy. Yeah. What the fuck, WWF? Sort your fucking shit out, you cunts. Do do I miss Raven? No, because the, the second one was a bit lacklustre. Uh, yeah, and I think, to be fair, he's gone to the Fed, hasn't he? Yeah. Has he debuted yet? Not that I remember. I don't think so. Um, I get the feeling they'll treat him okay. Yeah. Or he could just end up being a hardcore guy. Yeah. But I get the feeling he'll get a good run there if yeah. he keeps his nose clean yeah. and he doesn't upset anyone then, apparently he's got a massive dick Raven never heard that google it <laughs> but Raven massive penis no as I I look at Lance um, like yes I miss having Lance in ECW but at the same point when I've done WCW shows having Lance there means I have something that I can like same with Mike I think the the seventies guy fat chick thriller vibe that they're going with him is not great for Mike, but you know he's I'd, probably earning more money than he ever has. Yeah, but he can earn so much more as Mike Gorsum rather yeah, than the, the same, killer. Yeah, like. <sighs> but it is the thing is like I look at the guys that have gone. Sabu, I really do not miss Sabu because the Sabu stick. Is is very much like New Jack. Sabu does Sabu, and yeah. you know, for the first three four years, is interesting. Cause you're like, how the fuck does he, does he keep doing this? You know, those matches with Terry Funk and the Barbed Wire back in ninety four, ninety five, yeah. when he's duct taping his arm back together in the middle of a match. Yeah, but it's old hat now. You know, do. Would you put him in the ring with a, a Doring or a Carino or even Rhino? And do you get anything for that? Because I don't think you would. No. I, don't, I don't. I don't think you're gonna. It's not gonna make Sabu change how he is. No. They'd they'd have to fit around him. Yeah. And and it, that wouldn't do them any good. No. no. So me like. You look at look at the people that have gone. Yeah. Yes, we've all sort of at the time we're like, oh fuck, what are they going to do? They've lost these names. Mm. But they've replaced them. <laughs> yeah. They've, like, they've changed what they've need, what they've got, and and arguably in some cases for better workers. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're never going to say that against Lance Storm, granted. But, but no. With people like Sabu, who's because of the style he works when he does his things like. A, Runs onto the chair to hit the rope. The, the triple jump. The chances of that going fucking wrong. Up. I hate the term botch. I don't know why it just annoys me. Um, but the chances of that not going to plan are so high. Yeah. That well, it kind it kind of ruins the illusion a lot of the time. Because like, why like, would you do that? The like, funk the funk match where he yeah. rips his bicep apart. Oh. It's because he slips when trying to do the triple jump yeah. onto barbed wire. Yeah. And he's like. Why? <laughs> Why? But, yeah. You know, that's that's that. So, obviously, next month we have Anarchy Rules, the pay per view. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be imagining 
whether we had telly or not. Who's to fucking know at this point? Well, we have the um, ECW t- hardcore TV. Yes, there is hardcore TV, so at least there'll, there'll be some. There'll sort be of... some sort of TV. I will watch that if there is no TNN shit. Yeah, but no. as said, obviously, as we know at the moment, mm. Vince has said you can stay on there. But as we said, both said, who's to say that TNN are going to let them? Mm. So that will be all for this taping. It leaves me to thank you, Mr. Yully, for once again joining me in the world of extreme. No worries, mate. Do you want to, you know, share some knowledge, drop some truth bombs, tell people, you know, the ways and means of all things Yully? No. No. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing to say. I've been at work all day, man. That's... Yeah, fair. Just don't be a cunt. <laughs> um, as always, you can follow the show on Twitter at Wrestling, uh, Wrestling 20 Years Ago, Wrestling 20 YRS. Um, same on the Facebook. Um, if you want to follow me, Lacey555666. Yully is Yully79. Um, as said, Fed show and WCW show. I can't remember what the pay per views are this month, so just listen to just them. listen to them. You'll find out. Um, and we will be back next month with Anarchy Rules. And until then, goodbye. Goodbye.
morning. Hello. And welcome to. <laughs> no, start again. <laughs> you fucked this up. <laughs> we might keep that in. <laughs>